Welcome to the Coach's Corner. I'm Mike Van Hooser. Today I wanted to talk to you about five ways to encourage the soul. And yes, I said encourage the soul. And we're talking about encouragement at a deeper level, not just surface encouragement. And this concept of encouraging the soul, it's a habit that we talk about, that we've researched in the best leaders and the best coaches. And they do that. They encourage the soul. And so we've got five traits that we talk about in our Invisible Hand of Leadership program. And this is one that's foundational. It's really important. And it's a way that you as a coach or a leader can literally give courage to your players and teams and allow them to become all that they can be. So let's talk about five ways that we can encourage the soul. And the first one is to communicate these four words. I believe in you. I believe in you. And that's really important as a coach, as a leader, that your players and your team feels that. And individually and collectively that you're saying that with your words, but you're following up with that with your actions as well. And it's important that they feel that belief, they feel that trust, so that they can step into any moment knowing that you've got their back, that you believe in them, you trust them, you're putting them in that position to succeed for a reason, and you're constantly coming behind them and saying, I believe in you. And you do that with words and actions. So that concept's really important. I think it begins at home and then just permeates through your community and then also in the work that you do. But are you doing that? Is That's a key question. Are you communicating, I believe in you, to the people that you're responsible for and to the people that you're influencing and leading? A second way that you can encourage the soul is to become a relentless architect of their possibilities and potential of the people that you lead and the team that you lead. And so are you doing that? Are you a relentless architect of their potential one, knowing that they have potential and you're just architecting opportunities for that, that you're working on that? Architect is around designing. And so when you become an architect, you're designing ways that they can raise their level of potential but you're becoming an architect of their possibilities as well. You're stretching them into new opportunities and new tasks and new ways of growing. And so it's really important, all of those words, a relentless architect of the possibilities and potential of your people. And I want you to think about that. You may be designing some things, but to become a relentless designer, a relentless architect of that is that you're putting them, putting them into positions to succeed. And that's really important. And when you do that, then they feel encouraged. They feel that you're giving them courage to do that. And so as a leader, it's really important that we become that relentless architect of the possibilities and potential of our people. And we continue to strive to do that and to put them into positions to succeed as well and design the best environments for them. A third thing that I wrote down is to notice and recognize contribution and achievement. To notice and recognize contribution and achievement. So one, we have to be aware of it. Where are they contributing? What have they achieved? And then to recognize that, to recognize that publicly and privately. And that's important that we say, you know, this person did this and this is what we're about and it relates to this core value that we're about. Um, but also privately that you come behind them and say, you know, I really loved it when you asked the client that question or you did this work and it was above and beyond what we asked you to do. And so 
both in how they're contributing and what they're achieving. And both of those words are important because they may achieve some goals and it's easier sometimes to recognize you know, those achievements uh, based on a sales goal or based on how many points a, a player scored in a game. But if somebody's also contributing along the way that you recognize that contribution because even in that same player who goes out and has an incredible game or the person who accomplishes that sales goal or that target for a certain project, recognizing their contribution along the way allows them to accomplish that goal and encourages them in the process. So recognizing both con contribution and noticing that, but also the achievements is really important. It's both the process and the goal. A fourth thing that I wrote down was to be specific and timely with your feedback. So be specific and timely with your feedback. So when you're encouraging the soul, you're being specific about that. You're not just saying, well, you're doing great. You know, you're doing great. That was fine. You're being specific about things that they did and being very specific about what they did. You know, when you ask the question of that client, that was really good. Or I loved how you set a pick for this player and then were able to pass get the ball back and pass to them and set them up for success. So noticing specific things and being specific about the encouragement you give to them and then in a timely manner. Don't let weeks go by and then you come back and say, well, you know, three weeks ago when you did that, that was really good because they may have even forgotten what you're talking about and also wonder why you're waiting so long to actually say something about it. So be specific and be timely in your feedback as a leader. And that, again, encourages the soul. That encourages them at a deeper level. And the fifth thing that I've written down is to trust them with assignments. So when you encourage the soul, if you trust them with assignments, that really gives courage to them, that you trust them, that you are giving them something, an area of responsibility or an opportunity to step into to make a difference. And that's really important because it shows not only through your words that you believe in them, that you're encouraging them, but also that you're trusting them. You're giving them something of responsibility. And that's encouraging to a person because it reinforces everything that you've been saying to them and it follows it up with action. So that's really uh, key in developing that relationship with your people and your team. And so those are five ways that you can encourage the soul. And maybe you just take one of those this week and you focus on that. Maybe it's giving the feedback that we talked about, or maybe it's trusting somebody with a new assignment, or it's communicating, I believe in you. But in every role that you play, I want you to think about how are you doing that? And again, with the ultimate goal is that you're encouraging at a deep level. You're encouraging their soul. You're giving courage to them by the words you say and the actions that you do as a leader. And what a great opportunity we have as a leader and coach to encourage other people. So hope this encourages you as a leader today and that you find ways to make a difference in the lives of other people. And as always, make the most of the moments in your life.